I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married, and we think we might even love each other. So now, we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. We are answering all the questions that lead to love. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. Okay, let's go. When fresh cup of joe... I can't get that Geico commercial on my head. It's horrible. It kept me up for hours the other night. I know, just over and over. Well, welcome back, Grace. We're recording. This is episode 22. My goodness. 22. That's really, really fun because it is, well, I mean, we're only, we only have 36 questions. Yeah. That's How do you feel? Uh, I feel crazy. We're almost through. Why do you feel crazy? Because, uh, well, we're about to... You know, we're a couple of weeks away from our one-year wedding anniversary, and that seems nuts. It's also been like six months in here. Mm-hmm. That's just, I don't know. I just always thought we were going to be on like episode 10. Yeah. Weird year. Weird year. I think, I think everybody's our, talked about that enough. I think we're going to be starting set number three, the last third of the mm-hmm. podcast, um, right around the time of our anniversary. Wow. When I say that, it sounds like I don't know when our anniversary is, <laughs> but we have to do this episode and then we have two weeks, two more episodes, and then that's the closeout of episode of uh, set two. Yeah. So this question today is alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. All right. I rattled off four things about you pretty quickly. Yeah. And then the fifth one, I it took me like another couple of minutes. But I was trying to be creative in the things that I wrote down about you because, like, I didn't want to just be like, oh, you're really nice. And just, like, <laughs> say words, you know, like five words yeah. and then the podcast be over. So I was trying to, like, think of things that then uh, that were weird or that maybe you don't know that I appreciate about you. Oh, Because I okay. thought that that would be a, a well, nice Mine are going to be boring. Um, why do you say that? Because, because I'm boring? Uh, one of them was, you're nice. No, just kidding. But they are kind of more general things that I've definitely told you about before. I love that you said just kidding and then didn't wait for a laugh. That was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, you don't laugh on this. We are, <laughs> this podcast is just me laughing. I love it. It's great. Everyone agrees that you have a nice laugh. I get so many emails about it. No, you don't. That's true. I have only gotten maybe one. But and it was from me. It was from you. You emailed the podcast. Would you like to... Al- we have to alternate. Yeah. Do you want to go first or I'll second? I'll go first. You'll go I'm first. I'm going to start. Okay. This is a nice thing. Or what? what's exactly the phrase? Alternate the f- sharing something you consider a positive characteristic positive of your partner. characteristic. Okay. So here is something I consider a positive characteristic of you. The value you place on your friendships and relationships. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, I think it is paramount, as we were kind yeah. of talking about last time. But uh, you make your friends and your family and me and the dog a top priority in your life, which is great. And you are always there for the people around you that need you. And you're there for the big moments and the small moments, which I think is really great. And you what? always take it like you always take a uh, like an invested or have a vested interest in the people around you. What is what do you mean the big moments and the small moments? Um. So let's say when like a one of your friends had a baby. You yeah. Know, like that was a big moment. Mm-hmm. But also just like their first birthday, remembering that. Yeah, I would say that's like a medium moment, but uh, oh, I was gonna say it's a small moment. Sure, but small moments are like when I get. A deal on ground chicken. Yes, you love that. <laughs> you live yeah. for deals, especially on ground chicken. I live for deals, particularly <laughs> on ground chicken. And but you get excited about that. Mm-hmm. I can already me. tell you 
that this is my, uh, I don't know how the listeners are going to feel, but this is my favorite episode we've ever done. <laughs> because it, going back to the love language episode, uh-huh. you know that uh, you're just going to say five nice things to me and then we I have to edit it and listen back. Great. I love the way that you ended yours about ground chicken uh-huh. because <laughs> my number one, the first thing that I wrote down, uh-huh. positive characteristic about you is your thriftiness. Oh. I thought that this would be flattering, but also um, fun to make fun of you for. <laughs> Because I, yeah. I want this to be entertaining for everyone else, but people, I'm not gonna, would never call you cheap. You're not cheap. No. You are thrifty. Yes. You love deals. You love seeking out deals. Mm-hmm. And now that you've found this by nothing group, mm-hmm. you came home with some weird deals recently. Oh, yeah. A bag of unopened medicine. Unexpired, unopened, like you got like, like a bunch of Zequil, cold medicine. It was unopened. I can't stress that it was yeah. more that it was an unopened, but like this is what happens. You'll go, you'll just leave the house and you'll take the dog, and I'm like, okay, she'll be ten minutes, and then an hour and a half goes by, and you come <laughs> back with the biggest smile on your face, <laughs> like just dragging something inside, and what you were dragging yesterday was a, a bag of medicine. <laughs> And you said, I just got a bunch of medicine. And I was like, medicine? She's like, you're like, I got it for free. And you thought it was like free un- medicine. opened medicine. Yes, because you've you have come back with like opened items of other things. Like, oh, there was a little bit of um, there was some like I don't know. You guys are throwing makeup around in this group. There's all kinds I'm, of stuff. I haven't done makeup. Not you, but other people. Yeah, so I don't know. I, don't do I just that. assumed that there was like a half drank thing in Nyquil that you were just like, look at this great deal. I'm like, no that's way. clearly poison. We have to throw that out. So your thriftiness, I really appreciate. Thanks. That didn't sound like a compliment. It is. Uh, it is a compliment because it was. It, you came home with like $100 worth of NyQuil and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's a lot. And we go through that like crazy because we both get sick pretty easily. Get I don't sick get pretty, sick pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, I do. I, I do. I, I think. No, I You have a, say that you're sick pretty easily. <laughs> I do, absolutely do not. I do not. I get sick maybe once a year and you are not nice to me when I get sick. <laughs> You were like toughing it up because I'm a baby the whole year round. I understand. But when I'm actually sick, I need I need um, I need my back to be rubbed. I need hot soups. I need to be coddled and praised. But you say you this sneeze. is a lie. If Whatever you is- sneeze, you're like, oh, no, I have the flu. And it's like, no, you don't like it's just I the am, weather. you're At- painting me as a hypochondriac. You I'm not are. a hypochondriac. Absolutely not. At the drop of a hat, you say, I think I'm sick. I do not. I don't think this is true. I can't defend myself because I don't have like, let me point to times that I've I know, said that I, I haven't been sick. But that's why you think I'm not nice to you. But then when you actually are sick, then I am nice to you. Then you, then you, yeah, I have to get really sick for you to be nice to me. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm sorry. Am I not nice to you when you're sick? Sometimes you are a little bit of like tough love grace and tough love. <laughs> and that's like the only time that you're tough love grace. Is when I'm like kind of actually need a little bit of tenderness. You're very tender the rest of the year. And then I'll have like a sniffle. And you're just like, get over it. You're complaining too much. And I'm like, I can't breathe. My nose has shut down. I have one nostril for one hour of each day. And I don't know which one it's going to be. I know. Anyway, let's go back to saying nice things to each other. Fine. If I can think of anything. What's your number two? Okay, I'm not going in an order. Um, What's your second? Okay, I'm going to say um, your work ethic. Oh, that's nice. Because that is something that I don't feel that I have the same kind of work ethic as you. You are always so motivated to do 
your work and anything else that you need to and where I would always push things to the to the limit to the deadline that's really nice I always feel like I'm not working hard enough because part of my and I know a lot of people feel this way but I like end up procrastinating if I if number one on my list is edit this podcast Mm -hmm. I will get items two through ten done beforehand you know like i'll start vacuuming and like i'll or i'll I'll clean the dishes or whatever but see that's me seeing work ethic (laughs) i just because you're not just watching tv yeah but i get distracted or i'll put off the thing that i really need to do and then i'll just do a bunch of other stuff out of like manic anxiety whatever it is yeah i I just don't think that i could be a like my own boss like you are your own boss I think you could do it. I think I could, but I don't think I would be as diligent as you are. I think you're selling yourself short, but I will accept the compliment and I appreciate it. The second one I have for you is that something that I've really noticed uh, specifically this year. And I always kind of like understood this about you or just assumed this about you to say that see the way that you interact with your friends or like the dog or whatever. But you have a very motherly nature. And specifically, you've shown that you're a very caring person in with your plants that you've had. (laughs) You've gotten so many plants this year. Mm -hmm. We've never really had living things other than us and the dog in the house. Yeah. And so now we have all these plants. We have like, I don't know, it's approaching the teens. Yeah, it's probably like 12 plants. Probably like 12 plants. And they're all alive. The only ones that have died are the ones that I've killed. Yeah. And you're ve- you're very motherly to the plants. You um, talk to the plants. <laughs> you water them regularly. You get them. You rotate them so they have sun all over. I call them my boys. You call them your boys. Your boys, the plants. They're all boys. Yep. Um, but also you're just very caring, like in a in your in your weird grace way. Like you won't <laughs> let. We have a pumpkin in the house. And you won't ever let me carve pumpkins no. because you have um, assigned them feelings. Pumpkins are friends. Pumpkins are friends. That was one of the first things that you said to me around a Halloween that we were together <laughs> yeah. dating or whatever. Pumpkins are friends. And so like a lot of families carve pumpkins. Our children will never carve pumpkins Probably because not. pumpkins are just there. To, you would be very upset if something bad happened to the pumpkin. I'm gazing lovingly at my pumpkin. In last year when we had a pumpkin in the house, I had to, like many things, because of your caring and motherly nature, mm-hmm. sometimes I just have to disappear items. Yes. Where you will leave the room or whatever and then they are just gone and we don't speak about it anymore. Yeah. So I appreciate when you disappear things because I cannot bring myself to throw away my pumpkin boy. Right. When he's rotting. Right. And I can't wait to throw things out. (laughs) So that is the second item on my list is that you're very caring and motherly. Cool. Are we on number three? We're number three. Okay. Okay. This feels like such a throwaway. But your sense of humor. Oh, yeah. uh, Like, thank God that you're funny. (laughs) Mm hmm. Well, you said you dated some guy that was like very handsome and cool. And but he was not. And you're like, couldn't figure out why you didn't like him. Yeah, I dated. And you had someone. a lot of money. You kind of screwed up. I dated someone, and he was so cute and like very tall, handsome, so nice to me. And I could not figure out. I was like, why can't I stand this person? <laughs> like, I never want to be around him ever. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I don't get it because he's so nice. Like, why do I? almost hate this person yeah and it was because he wasn't funny and he like did he think he was funny he thought he was kind that's of funny worse. That's but he worse. was it wasn't like a jerk kind of thing he was so nice about it but he would like make a little joke but it wasn't funny and so i'd just be like furious oh yeah 
Yeah, I could see that really bothering you. Yeah. A big part of our relationship is goofing around. Yeah. And being weird. Yeah. My number three is how tolerant you are. <laughs> really? Yes, because I think that you have a great... you, you In terms of responsibility, which is why I think you would be a good your own boss person. Mm-hmm. In terms of your responsibility to yourself and your household and like things that you have to get done and also things that you tolerate from your professional life or from uh, you know you do a lot of things that you don't want to do because you know that you have to or for it's for the greater good Mm -hmm. whereas i react usually in an angry way (laughs) or push back against authority or you know i'm just generally irked because i am like no i know the right way you put up with a lot of shit yeah and you and that is very admirable and i think it's it's a skill that i don't exactly possess um but i wanted to say that i admire it about you i don't think that you should do it as much as you do but i am really happy that you tolerate so much because you keep us afloat thanks that's very nice i would have never thought about for myself interesting well there you go all right, number four. You are very supportive of me. Thanks. You're welcome. Likewise. <laughs> um, I don't feel like I need to hide things from you, and I can fully be myself, and I can talk things through with you, and you you don't ever, like, shut me down. When I'm, like, talking things through, you, you never, like, shut me down, like, no, don't do that. That's a bad idea, or <laughs> anything like that. You talk me through... Uh, and give me really great advice. And you also you always build me up. You never bring me down. That's really sweet. Yeah, I think that that's a huge part of a relationship. And I know that we have a lot of people in relationships that listen. And then some people that are still looking, you know, that mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. And it's like, you need someone that's on your side. Right. I'm always on your side. We don't always agree yes. about the way to go about something. And sometimes there are moments where I'm like, don't do that. I mean, mo- mostly it's you telling me not to do something where it's like, don't overreact. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. But I am always on your side. And it was some that's something that I've noticed was very natural for us, or mm-hmm. at least for me, because I wasn't always on the side of people I, I would date. You know, I just like you, you're just friends and then you're like trying to feel somebody out. But the real connection that we had was we're friends, we're attracted to each other, we make each other laugh. And it was really easy to to get behind your dreams, passions, your the want, your wants. Yes. And the, none of none of your wants and my wants are really in competition uh, with each other. And I think that's important for relationships. Yeah. It's also cool that like you, um, you were talking about like my thriftiness. Like you're never like, oh God, why did you bring all a of this? Bag in- of medicine. A bag of medicine. Why into did the you house? drag a bag okay, of medicine? Okay, to be fair, it was really, we're going to use it. <laughs> It's a weird thing to just it drag into the house. It is a weird thing. And I say drag because there were so many bottles of Vicks. There's six bottles. It was two Robitussin, two Zequil, and a Dayquil and a Nyquil. And there were also little jars of Vaseline that were unopened. That's not Vaseline. There was one jar of VapoRub. VapoRub. Whatever. Unopened. These people were moving across the country and they couldn't bring all this medicine with them. Hey, I appreciate it. I let off my list with this. You don't have to defend it to me. Do you need to say take supportive off the list? (laughs) I'm supportive of your medicine hunts. Thank you. Number uh, four for me. Mm -hmm. You're planning. Your ability Mm -hmm. to plan. Mm -hmm. You are um, the way that you orchestrate your the household. Mm -hmm. It's great, and it like is really helpful for me 
and it's really helpful for you too, but you're really good at it and you're very focused on like taking care of the things. And this is sometimes goes with the tolerant thing where it's like you don't actually want to do some of this, but you also like know that you're good at it and mm-hmm. you like doing things that you're good at, obviously. But you meal plan. Yeah. You would not eat if... I wouldn't eat. I really wouldn't. I would do weird... I'd eat chips for like at 11 a.m. and then I wouldn't eat again until like 4 and then I'd eat again at like 11.30 and it would all be stuff that you microwave, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think about it. But you meal plan. So that's mm-hmm. really fun. And we've gotten really good at cooking. So that's great. But then vacations, mm-hmm. timelines, activities. You <laughs> yeah. plan everything. Yeah. And you don't plan it to be like authoritarian. Yeah. There's no, these aren't rules, but it's like a really strong, helpful, encouraging, fun timeline in our activities, our vacations, in our meals, all of that. I think we talked about this on an earlier episode where it was like flexibility within structure. I would make itineraries for our trips and be like, hey, we have this day. Here are five things we can do. We'll probably pick three. Yeah. There's no like we have to do all of this. It's like do as much as you can and enjoy yourself. And that goes with the food, with the meals, the activities. I said food and meals like as if it was a list. Well, there's meals and then we eat food too. Sure. Um, But it's all that. So I just that's really I really appreciate that. That's really nice. I'm going to add 4A for you. And I'm going to say your spontaneity because (laughs) you balance me out where like sometimes I'm like that's the plan. And then Mm -hmm. you're like we should probably just get takeout because neither of us want to make this thing that we said we were going to make. Yeah, I love coming back from my uh your my in-laws, your parents, and we are loaded with food and then going like I just let's just order something right now and we'll eat all these leftovers tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a lot. You yeah. unpack the whole car. I'm like mm-hmm. just someone bring an enchilada to my face. Yeah. A little low main. Low main. Okay, so number five, this is my final one. Your curiosity and your openness to all sorts of things. Now, to explain, I am specifically thinking of your willingness and excitement to experience things that you normally wouldn't have uh, maybe before our relationship, like particularly like theater and Mm -hmm. art and things like that. So I have often invited you to something and you don't really know anything about it and I might not know a lot about it either but you're always pretty much game to try it out as long as it doesn't involve me jumping off of a tall building or out of an airplane I'll which I would much never do do any of that yeah yeah but I like that you've shown me all kinds of cool New York things that I wouldn't get to do because of money or like just because I wouldn't think about it you know before we were together it was definitely I would just be out every night yeah something comedy related and now there are times where we'll take nights off we'll go to broadway shows we'll do whatever and it's like really great because i feel like i'm more whole of a, of a person and more interesting and experiencing more of my life and that's something that i really appreciate about you but that is not what i have for number five <laughs> that was four five a that was four a <laughs> four a number five is your playfulness mm. which goes with funny i didn't want to just say you're funny because like i did yeah i wouldn't that's a bad Yikes. answer oh. no um that's a good answer <laughs> but your playfulness you're always having fun like earlier today i was working out and then you just decided to come and dance around me while i worked <laughs> out because you liked the, the music on the, the video and uh it was very fun <laughs> and i can i didn't acknowledge you at all we didn't speak you were just <laughs> dancing and being weird and then you went back in the other room yep. it was really nice and i was like i'm really appreciate how weird this girl is <laughs> and you're very playful and you take 
a lot of things very seriously, but you always have fun with them and you're very upbeat. And this has been an incredibly tough year for everybody. And you've made it easier on me because we still have fun every day and we try to play. And this was a thing that my mom called after our last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, She called to talk to us about is just like trying to you know, have an act of love or something fun every day. Yeah. And that is never an issue. Like, I never even have to think about that because, like, you want to have fun every single day. And if you're really being poopy, it's very, you know, I overreact and then I'm very fun and, you know, we (laughs) balance each other out. So, yeah, your playfulness and being upbeat is really nice. Thank you. I don't know if anybody wants to hear us say nice things to each other. I know. I think they'd rather us air the grievances. Well, we can. We can do that right now. And I can't wait to discuss this because it haunts me. Yeah. It haunts me too. I It has kept me up at night. This is my grievance to myself. I used to be good at drawing. Mm-hmm. And you, I could tell you just picked up the notepad the other night and you started to draw. And I was like, she's not going to draw me very well i am not good at drawing you're not I an never artist you don't claim to be been. an artist i never have been good at drawing i used to be pretty good mm-hmm. legitimately i was pretty good mm-hmm. i have lost this skill <laughs> and you drew me and, and yet it was a I fun was, little picture i was not aware that you lost this skill and no. it would have maybe been nice to have had a heads up well before i my my god i butchered unveiling. you I butchered you. I tried to draw you in a portrait style and I can maybe draw a little cartoon or something, but I drew you. You look like the third guy from the left on the evolution chart. It is bad. And I will put this, I put it on Twitter. I will put it on my Instagram at I am Ryan Beck. We'll put it on the podcast Instagram. It is horrendous. I ruined you. And you are very pretty. And I was like, uh, my God, we have to get a divorce now because I gave you eyes that don't look in the right direction. I Yeah, that was something you were like, oh, no, I messed up one of your eyes. One of them. (laughs) I did the thing where I covered one eye and looked at the other and, you know, like, yeah, they were both bad, Grace, and they didn't go together either. Yeah. And I tried to knock it out of the park with your eyebrows because you have great eyebrows and you are you are uh, will tell people you have great eyebrows. It's one of the only I don't things- have to tell people. They just noticed. Yes. Ryan. You are. You really you know you are. That's like you're a thing like I have great eyebrows. <laughs> Not in this picture. They it's no. bad. It's no. so bad. And I can't you just have to just pause the podcast and look because it is that bad. It's horrendous it has kept me up at night i showed friends and they were like what are you gonna do like how are you gonna handle it's over this? it's over yeah. so uh, that's the grievance i think do you have anything else um no i don't i don't that was oh i got one for you oh great we do crosswords sometimes and uh-huh. you'll do it in the bed and when you erase the answer <laughs> you just wipe the dust right over the bed as if like we're just gonna were lay gonna... in eraser dust it drives me crazy the dust <laughs> goes somewhere we have eraser shreds and i'm the only one that cleans the floors as we know you got to stop this just leave it there well you drive me crazy the way that you do crosswords which you like sit and ponder each question just go through it answer the ones that you know and then you can ponder the ones you don't know once you have a little boost I can do all of them faster than you. My method is better. Well, that's because you're doing them like three of them a day. I do one a day. Your method is not day. better. My method, I can figure them, figure them out. Yeah, you can, but you could do it a lot faster if you were like just buzzing through and putting in the ones you knew without a doubt. Were you a, a good doubt. test taker? No. 
Because that's what they say to do on tests is they put all the answers that you know right away and then go back through. Yes, it helps because otherwise you get th- that's why I was a bad test taker is because I would um, come across a question and I would overthink, especially when it's like uh, multiple choice and stuff. Essay, mm-hmm. I could do no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's multiple choice, I'm like, oh, are they trying to trick me? And then I'm like, oh, but in this theory, like we could like if, if we're to alternate universe, right. we could do this. <laughs> right. Um, and I would overthink it. Yeah, I would use that strategy and like go through and answer all the ones I definitely knew and then go back. All right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention one thing, which is that we figured out Lily's love languages from last week. Yes. We were discussing this. This is big news. So number one is quality time. Yes. Number two, because she just, you know, she wants to be around us all the time. She follows me around constantly. Number two, I believe, was gift giving. She loves... Loves to treats. get treats. She also loves to bring us her toys mm-hmm. when we like come home. Yeah, she brings them to us. That's a good point. Yeah, and then we have qual. Well, then we have physical touch. Physical touch. Yes, yeah, she loves to be pet, but she isn't like a clinger. No. Um, in terms of like needing to be pet all the time. And then what's the next one? Uh, ne- words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. And then acts of service. Then acts she, of service. Like, she does not care that we bring. Like yeah, that we go to work it. to earn money to no. get food. She doesn't care. In fact, she resents it. Exactly. If we're being honest. Yeah. She might hear this, but I don't care. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that is our dog's love language order. Other dogs might be different. Yeah. Write us your dog's love language. We'd love yeah. to hear at Grace Ryan Podcast. Grace, thank you. This was a great episode. Yeah, I agree. I love you very much. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash Grace Ryan podcast or email us at Grace Ryan podcast at gmail.com. Okay, that's enough. I love you. Love you too. Bye.